Hi, I'm Ruby, and this is Ask Ruby, the podcast, a Life with Ruby production. Welcome back. I am coming to you from Isla, Georgia, which is just outside of Athens. We are back from Colorado. Um, We had a lovely week exploring and, um, yeah, we spent a lot of time outside and it was the perfect week to be there. And I'm glad to be back in Georgia and especially glad to be back here with you. This week's episode centers around manifestation and what that means and my practice with that, as well as a couple questions people had about making decisions when you don't have all the information and also how do you know when to take a professional risk um, or a risk in your life in whatever kind of decision making that you're doing. Lots of decision making questions. I get that. I really feel that. So we'll get into that in a bit. But first, I uh, started last week by giving you a few recs, and I'm thinking this would be an excellent addition to the weekly podcast, so we'll start with my recs for the week, and then we'll get into the questions. Here we go. First of all, the first rec on the agenda <laughs> is therapy. Highly recommend. Um, I've been with my therapist for almost three years now, and um, I just cannot recommend it enough as a practice. Of course, I am someone who really likes to verbalize. I like words. I like communication, and it helps me to be able to verbally express and process. So talk therapy is really helpful for me. Um, I like my therapist specifically because she also challenges me in other ways and has had me do art therapy during her sessions. She also does like animal therapy with people. Um, So I think a really important piece of finding the right therapist is looking for someone who you feel comfortable with and someone who you feel like sees you and can understand you Um, and also someone who specializes in what you're going through. So even if that's like you just want to find a therapist to help you handle the stresses of life, which is my highest recommendation. When I first started going to therapy consistently, there wasn't any particular problem I was trying to solve. I just knew that this was something that I needed. Um, So yeah, you might find someone who specializes in a problem or an issue that you feel like you have, But you also might just find someone who specializes in um, like a broader sense of who you are or what you're up to. But I was talking to a friend earlier today about um, her sister just started therapy. And um, I've known some other people who like go a few times and just feel like maybe they don't connect to it. And that may be true. It may not, you know, like it's not for everyone. But I also think it's important to remember that, like, you're getting to know someone and also, like, therapy works for you um, as much as you are open to it working for you, if that makes sense. Like, I just know that when I go into my sessions with my therapist, I feel very um, clear with myself and remind myself that, like, 
I have to be completely honest and candid in order to get what I need to get out of this, and that can be scary and vulnerable, um, and it can really get you somewhere new to be really honest and willing to um, dig in. So I recommend that everyone finds a therapist and that you give it a consistent chance over a period of time because I think also that the consistency um, builds and helps over the long run, um, like put pieces together that maybe uh, you wouldn't see on your own or wouldn't get from one or two sessions. I, I know for me, I was laughing with my therapist about this last week that recently our conversations have circled back to similar topics that we had a year ago and probably even like two years ago, but like in a different costume. And I got tickled because she was saying like, wow, you've made a lot of progress in the last year. And I was like, yeah, I see that. And, um, is this just the same issue and like different costume and she left too and um I think that I don't know I kind of think that we come into this lifetime with only a few maybe three or a handful of lessons that we are like here to learn and then they get handed to us by the universe in like multiple ways and iterations throughout our lifetimes and then it just like circles back so um Anyway, that's something to consider too, <laughs> that in discovering um, and unpacking more about myself, I recognize that I am just like who I, well, mm, eh, I recognize that I am who I am and that sometimes the circumstance or the outward changes, um, but ultimately it's like me with me and like getting to see myself, even if it is the same issue surfacing, which sometimes oftentimes can feel very frustrating. It is also very illuminating and, um, yeah, brings some humor and some self-compassion for me. So I hope it does the same for you. I hope you find a therapist if you don't have one already. Um, and honestly, if you have any questions or hesitations about finding one or what it's like to go to therapy, please send me an email. I would love to talk to you about it. I just think we would all, um, be a little better off if everyone well one had access to mental health care so definitely advocate for that um but also if everyone yeah just had consistent talk therapy i really feel like um we would be better to each other so big fan okay that's the first rec second rec is actually um not technically a rec uh, from me, but I had a couple friends who read Dune and then also saw the movie and they recommended. So I bought Dune and I'm about to start it. So if you haven't read it, pick it up and we can read along together. Uh, but they were really happy with the book and also with the first movie and it just got green lighted for the second part of the film and um, I'm going to wait until I read it before I watch the film, but I'm going to say that I recommend it and then I'll let you know if I continue to recommend it as I continue to read it. Okay, third rec is actually a shameless plug for myself. I am recommending my Essential Ayurvedic Fall Routine Guide available on Etsy. You can go to etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash 
Life with Ruby to check it out and purchase. This guide is a quick overview of what it means to balance the imbalances that naturally arise during fall and early winter seasons. Um, I have included things like general tips for this season, food tips for this season, a shopping list, as well as uh, tips for exercise for this season, and um, let's see, what else did I put? My current daily log practice and also habit tracker are in there as well. Um, there's a simple yoga routine you can do at home as well as a meditation and a breathing practice, um, all intended to balance the dosha of the season. Um, dosha being the Ayurvedic term for essentially temperament and fall and early winter are vata, that's V-A-T-A, and the qualities are very dry and cool and anxious and inconsistent. So all of my guide and the recommendations support uh, grounding, consistency, uh, unctuousness. So like making sure um, that there's enough like nourishment and like oiliness and lubrication in your diet and your self-care practices. Um, so if you're noticing that the wind is getting to you or you're feeling frazzled or you're feeling anxious, then I would encourage you to check it out and consider adopting some of the principles or maybe all of the Vata balancing um, Ayurvedic guide that I have and see what happens. What I love about Ayurveda is that it is, um, it's an ancient Eastern science and I love how old it is, right? Like I love how long it's been around. I also love that it is based in the elements and that to me, it just like makes a lot of common sense. So what I find about Ayurveda is that once you're exposed to it and you kind of like check it out and look into it, then it starts to just like make sense naturally. And of course I like always have to remind myself to um, do the practices or especially like in transitions of seasons that like, oh, I need to like transition how I'm eating or like how I'm exercising just as a way to support balance and well-being in this season. I, I love that it is very customizable and there is no, um, no strict regimen to it. However, it is a, um, a practice of routine. So routine is really important in Ayurveda, um, routine as an access to intuition um, yeah, I encourage you to check it out. I have the full fall routine guide available on Etsy. And then I also, um, just today posted just the food version. So if you're just interested in the food part, you can purchase that, um, a la carte and yeah, I hope you check it out. And if you do, please consider leaving a positive review. It's really helpful for being put higher up, you know, all the SEO things on Etsy or whatever, getting my um, guide and my shop noticed by more people. So buy it, leave a good review. Thank you for your support. Okay, last rec, and then we'll get on to the question answering. Um, this one's simple. If you like sparkling water, like I like sparkling water, 
Um, I highly recommend Waterloo Black Cherry. It kind of tastes like cherry soda. Um, and I don't, I don't like soda. I can't even remember the last time like I had a soda and, or even a sip of it and enjoyed it, but I love sparkling water. So, um, I'm drinking a Waterloo Black Cherry now and, uh, you should check it out. Okay. That's all the recs that I have. Let's get into the questions. This week's Ask Ruby questions are... 1. How do you navigate decision-making when you don't have all the information? 2. Professionally, should I take a chance even though it means sacrificing the life I know? And 3. What kind of manifesting rituals do you use? I love that I got all three of these questions this week because these questions are different but the same. So I'm going to start actually and answer these in reverse and start with the question about manifestation. I have been practicing manifestation for, I mean, honestly, like for a really long time now, but it wasn't like what I called it. Um, I consider manifesting to be putting your attention on what you want to have happen and being for it. So being clear, um, asking for what you want, And when I say asking, like asking from the universe, asking from yourself, asking from your something bigger. And recently, really in the last year or so, I've had a lot of things to be manifesting. So I've gotten a lot of practice at it and kind of honed my method for doing so. Um, I manifested my boyfriend so there's that like literally three months before i met him i wrote down everything that i wanted in a partnership and he checks all the boxes and like even a few of the things that i like wrote in the margins because i realized i had forgotten and added on he embodies those things and um yeah i'm like I don't know how he thinks I got into his life or how (laughs) he thinks he got into mine, but I know that it's because I decided he was going to be there. (laughs) Anyway, um, we have that. And then thankfully he believes in all of my, um, energetic woo woo ish things. And he let me, um, help him do some manifestation around his new job, which, um, came to fruition to a T with exactly what he put out there. We've recently, um, done a manifestation practice for where we're going to live next. And I trust that that's going to happen. And then I also recently did a manifestation session with a friend and so many parts of that are already in the works. So I don't know. Manifestation is one of those things that I often feel like oh da da I don't know blah, blah 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 and like this is like kind of like my line of work and I've done it for a while and whatever um and I believe in like the power of prayer and I believe in miracles and I believe in calling things to you and like the law of attraction and yet every single time it works out I am like surprised delighted but also surprised and kind of like freaked out which is funny because of manifestation is like expecting it to happen and like trusting that it will and so i don't know i try my best to do that and then though every time it happens i'm just like taken aback 
by the magic of the universe. So uh, there's definitely like that piece to it, like awe and wonder, I think for me will always be part of the process. Um, just a side note, it is important, you know, like when I'm talking about manifesting that I mention and just clear that like not every good thing in our lives is like in our control in the same way that not every bad thing in our lives is in our control. So there are some things that are manifested and then some things that are just privilege or like the way things pan out or um yeah like there's some other barrier so like it's not like you're manifesting wrong if like things aren't working out that makes sense and i just really want to acknowledge that because i do not prescribe to like the whole good vibes only or like you should have tried harder or like if bad things happen in your life it's your fault i'm don't believe in that um that is not my method or my way of teaching this sort of thing so i just wanted to clear that on the front end and i do think energetically it is very important that we align ourselves with what we want in our lives so that then there is room for it to come so i have developed my own method of manifestation that i call mind frame mind frame has four parts and i'm going to tell you a little bit about it the first part of mind frame is that you set up your space you clear the space create room with no distractions get out a new piece of paper and take a few deep breaths as you start your manifestation ritual or practice you want to make sure that you feel clear that the space feels clear and that there's like a groundedness um in the space and in your heart so whatever it is that you need to do to get there if you like to smudge um if you like to light a candle if you want to say a prayer like whatever that looks like for you to set up the space and create the container for the practice step number two is where the actual um, calling in and manifestation occurs you want to get really clear and specific and I invite you to focus on one thing or area in your life at a time. So like I mentioned before, one specific area was like, I want my partner to be like this. I'm looking for this. Or with um, his job search, it was like specifically like he wants a job. We want him to get a job that looks like this. Um, so focus on one thing at a time. And again, be very clear and very specific as specific as possible and when you think that you've gotten as specific as possible see if you can get more specific that part is like the most important part um because asking for a raise for example um and just like that being as specific as you get could mean that you get a smaller raise than like what you had hoped for and again, even if you say like specifically, I want a $25,000 raise or something that doesn't, it's not magic. It doesn't mean that it's just going to occur like that, but it creates room for something that big to happen for you. Part three is to create a designated area of the page for gratitude. 
and I like to do this on like the back side of the page. So one side has the manifestation specifications and the other side has a list of gratitudes. So this is the part where um, you write down everything related or not that has gone the right way for you, that has shown up for you, that has been a clear indicator that you are on the right path, that things are working out for you, that something is looking out for you, um, and get as conclusive and specific and clear here as well. So you're going to write down all of the things that you recognize to already be good, that already work out for you, that are already in your favor. Once you feel complete with that, then you will fold it up. I like, I like to fold it up. Um, I actually like to wrap it in another piece of paper and write something on the outside like, thank you, or I trust that this will happen, or may it be so, write the title of the manifestation, so like job manifestation or romantic partner manifestation, and then date it um, so that you have that, and then put it in a really safe and special place. Take a moment here at the end of the practice to reground yourself um, and close the container in a sacred way for you, whatever that looks like. So that is the, um, the practice in the moment. And then there is a fourth step. The fourth step is to determine and do the next courageous thing in the direction of your vision as outlined in your manifestation. So this is where you get honest about what is the action that you need to put in place in order to align yourself with this vision of your life in this area and go do that. And those are the four steps of my mind frame manifestation method. Um, I encourage you to try it on for yourself. I will also be putting up a worksheet in my Etsy shop within the next week. Um, I'll let you know when that is done and ready for purchase. And uh, also I'm open for booking one-on-one -on -one manifestation sessions. So reach out to me if you're looking to do that. Um, pricing is flexible. Yeah, so that's what I do to manifest and I hope that it helps you too. I think the most important piece with manifestation is that you align your energy with what it is that you want and that you get clear about it in a way that, um, yeah, just puts you into the belief that it's possible. And I think like the gratitude piece, um, is like such an important element of that. Try it on. Let me know how it goes. And I wanted to answer that question first, because I feel like doing that helps answer the other questions that were asked this week. So the first question, how do you navigate decision-making when you don't have all the information? Well, I think sitting down with yourself and journaling or manifesting or even speaking out loud to someone what it is that you are making decision about, what you really want, and what you see as possible in the scenario. And then choose and do the next courageous thing in the direction of that vision. And so I, you know, like 
when it comes to trust and really like living a life of faith or you can call it trust or magic, it really comes down to giving up the need to have all the information and learning how to make powerful choices for yourself even when um, information seems to be missing, even when it's not certain, even when you don't have control of all the pieces. Learning how to empower yourself without the need for certainty. Yeah, I think like there's really something to that. And when I think about the people who I admire, the risks they've taken or the decisions they've made, um, they didn't have all the information and they took a leap of faith because it felt right, right? So it's like, um, how can you learn how to tune into your intuition in a way that gives you enough security to make bold, powerful choices for yourself, even when um, there is a bit of, or a lot of, unknown? And that's where routine practice comes into play, Um, like using regular daily routine as a way to fine-tune intuition, because it's giving yourself a baseline um, and a check-in point for getting to know yourself. And that's something I love about Ayurveda. The last question, um, is also similarly tied. Professionally, should I take a chance even though it means sacrificing the life I know? Oh, that's a big one. And two parts to it, kind of. Like, one is that, um, even though this question is about professionally, um, you know, it could be said in like a lot of different entities and it's just being really honest with yourself of like, does this feel like the bucket of my life that it's time to pour into? So what I mean by that is just like, I don't know, it feels like an American temptation to let profession run our lives and our careers, um, kind of like be the deciding factor of our livelihood. Um, so I don't really, advise that per se um but i also know that like i've had time like these last five years have been a time of pouring into my life professionally and that was like a risk that i took to open my business and it really took a lot um and there's like times and seasons for that and times and seasons for pouring into relationships and times and seasons for um x y and z so i just want to say that first um ask yourself like does this align me with um what i value at the moment or what seems to be the opportunity at play the second part is the part that is am i willing to sacrifice the life i know am i um willing to try something new even if i don't know it's going to work out now i do um Yeah, I want to point out that if you're asking the question, should I take a chance even though it means sacrificing the life I know, then it sounds like you're ready to take the chance. Because it sounds like maybe the life you know doesn't fully fulfill the life you dream of. Um, And that's just like a side note that I noticed like sometimes the questions that I ask actually give me the answer um, when I take a step back. So just reflecting that back to the question asker is that it sounds like you know that you're ready um when it comes to taking a chance and like knowing that it's going to be have consequences part of that is like knowing that every chance or choice you make has consequences so that's already happening this isn't like you're making a choice that's going to have 
like a special outcome like consequences are special to that choice consequences are happening um whether we notice them or not whether we like them or not um and that is just part of the ebb and flow and like cause and effect of life so we know there's going to be consequence now what is the life that you want to know what is the life that you want to live what is it that you're looking for through this professional um chance or romantic chance or financial chance whatever it is like what are you looking for and that's where you can get really clear about manifesting um like what is the vision of the future and then work backwards from there and then you can see like okay so what is the next correct courageous right move for me to take that gets me closer to that vision so um a really helpful practice can be uh like a 10-year vision exercise um, I do a 10-year vision meditation that I really like. I don't think I have it recorded anywhere right now, so um, maybe in the next few weeks I can do that for y'all. Um, but taking the time to envision your life 10 years from now and take note of like what is present and what you're looking for and like not as a way to compare to what's now, not as a way to compare to what you think a decision is going to get you, but as a way to elevate your energy to that level of like, this is what I want my life to feel like. This is what I'm looking for. Um, and I invite you to focus on the feelings. So like while taking a risk professionally and sacrificing the life that you know may cause feelings of like uncertainty or like even anxiety, right? Um, anxiousness and excitement often feel similar in my body and so just noticing like how do i feel but also like how do i want to feel and then what is it that's going to bring me closer to how i want to feel and at the end of the day like you're the only one who can answer these questions um and you're the only one who like has a say in it at all um and you're the only one who knows and i believe that you already know so sometimes just like quiet sitting with something giving myself like a deadline for it like i'm gonna sit with this for three days and then circle back um that can be a really helpful tool you could try the manifestation practice my mind frame method um works great for me maybe it'll work for you and i've mentioned this before but also just like asking questions asking yourself questions over and over journaling questions without the need to commit to an answer and then see what kind of answer bumbles bubbles up <laughs> for you naturally um yeah and then a, a mantra practice that i've been working with another word for mantra is like affirmation um is i don't know please show me and i like <laughs> it's funny i even saying that right now i know you can't see me but i like turn my palms face up it's like palms face up i don't know please show me as an act of surrender and openness and invitation and that can be really helpful too um, getting still and quiet and listening for your own inner knowing is a practice. It's a skill and, um, yeah, it's always available though. It is like always you deep down are always there and ready to answer you. And, um, it's really a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's all that I have for this week's questions. Um, yeah, email me. I want to hear from you. Ruby at thisislifewithruby.com. If you have a question, you can 
also send it there ruby at this is life with ruby.com subscribe to my Substack, lifewithruby.substack.com and check out my fall ayurveda guide on etsy etsy.com slash shop slash life with ruby i will see well i I always want to say i will see you and then like obviously i'm not seeing you i will talk to you next week in the meantime i hope you are well i hope you find pockets of happiness throughout your week and i hope i do get to see you soon